Uh, just a big thank you to all our sponsors out there that are looking after us. Firstly, TikTok Nutrition. They are coming up with new meals every week. It's unreal and they're delivering to more and more places. Go to the website, put in your postcode, and they'll tell you where they deliver. $20 off your first order over $100 with code word FLOG at checkout. And fuck the tax, man, for all your fishing apparel. The best there is getting around, not just fishing shirts, uh, everyday shirts. Get some for you and your mates. And at checkout, use FLOGS for 15% off. Get around him. And if you want a hat, go to Seed Knuckles at Country Trucker Caps. Go and check them out. And you use code word FLOG, all capitals, F-L-O-G, at checkout for a nice little discount so he knows where we're coming from. <laughs> and, of course, Labrakes. Head to Mates Mode there. Sign up. Through their app, use two flogs, all capitals, one word, to join us in mates mode. Great little community there. Going to bet, bet with Ladbrokes. You. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. On the outside, runs in third. Then down toward the inside, it's feline fell in fourth. In the middle of the track is... Arrgh! Coming down to the final 16th, it is Stan Pat in front. Arg! 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 In front, coming down to the wire. They're coming to the finish, and it's all. Arg! Hey, mate. Just a schooner, thanks. And can you chuck on the Flogs in Togs podcast? Welcome back to the Two Flocks podcast. I'm Kerb and I'm a plumber. Ah, I'm Gibbo and I'm a punter and I see what you did there. You like that? <laughs> that was For good. some reason I always say R, but um, everyone says, oh, you always say R when you open the show. So it's my show, fuck off. Um, it really annoys a couple of people. What do I meant to say? Hello, I'm Andrew and I'm in a kind of a mood and we're doing a sports show. Let's go. I still haven't drunk since Friday because I am still as sick as fuck from the episode you're about to listen to yeah. in two days' time. Yes, I am also off the you're alcoholic also, beverages. You're also on the wagon too, Blair. Yes, yeah. Got a uh, red raspberry Slurpee on the way here. Did you? Yep. Yeah, it sad, was shit too. Sad, <laughs> sad state of events that me and you actually drove to our Christmas party on the yeah. Saturday. So you share uh, all your weapons and listen to Friday's episode. You know we had a dead set go because I've been in a shit mood ever since and... We both did not drink our own Christmas party. We were that ill. Yeah. Yeah. 
Gus turned into Wolverine with steak knives in between his fingers at one stage, <laughs> which was quite fucking disturbing. Called it, he wanted to fight everyone he saw. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to photobomb yeah, other Christmas parties. Calling out people at the fucking. <laughs> Jesus, out of control. another side of him. But uh, we're our last episode for the year, which will be next Friday. It's uh, two Fridays' time. We'll, uh, we'll we'll go deep deeper into that episode, yes. I think. Uh, full disclosure, Blair does not speak English in the last 15 yeah. minutes of that episode. Yeah, I won't be listening to it, so you can just tell me what happened. <laughs> uh, I'll listen to what you how, tell me. How are you, mate? Yeah, all right, all right. It's not weird not bad. having a drink. Yeah, it is. It is. We'll see how long it lasts. <laughs> I thought you were doing it just to support me. Yeah. On the home stretch. Yeah. No. You guys are the best. <laughs> no. Just get me home the last month. Yeah. Thanks. Good on Thanks, you, lads. boys. Thanks, lads. Couldn't, couldn't do it without you. you it's one, it'll be one episode, I reckon. I reckon next week we'll have a beer. We'll be able to have one beer. Oh, actually, I looked in the fridge and for, I don't know how we missed them, but we've had those 25% cans for oh, like almost a year. Yeah, leaf, leaf baby, babies. Yeah. Baby yeah. cocktails. They're still in there. I don't, yeah. I went, the first thing I did when I got to the Savo's open it and just went, fuck me, how didn't we drink them? Uh, probably for the best. Guys. Probably yeah. for the best. Oh, I don't know. Thank I probably would have get mentioned. I would have probably had a go at that, I reckon. Oh, oh would have, wouldn't have been good. Wouldn't have been. Would have tipped the scales over, <laughs> let's be honest. Mate, tails, it could, tails, the scales were tipped. The scales are still burning in the car park out the front when I got here today. He couldn't even stand on the scales. Yeah, there's not a fucking chance he could. When, it, when a bloke lays down on the bench in front of the studio and goes, I'll just get an Uber. And then the other bloke who's his co-host thought he took him home. Like, I, I didn't even know until I got the Christmas party that I didn't take Gibbo home. Yeah, I didn't realise either. Gibbo didn't know that yeah. Gus drove him all the way home yeah. and I just assumed we did. And Angela's like, we didn't take Gibbo home. I said, how the fuck did he get home? She goes, I don't know. <laughs> Still in the gutter out the front and of the studio. Then, yeah, and he's like, oh, yeah, Gus did it. And she goes... And you had fucking 2,000 chicken McNuggets at Chindra. I said, did I? She says, yeah. <laughs> Should have got 2,010. Apparently I just walked into Macca's and just goes, how much does this get me with whatever I had in my wallet for nuggets? And I had fucking sauce. And nearly had to, uh, it's a good way to do it. She reckons I nearly had to shave my beard <laughs> because my beard had that much sweet and sour sauce in it. Dreadlocks is sweet and sour sauce. Nothing. She, yeah, I, look like, I look like that fat Pirates of the Caribbean guy. I look like the fat... Foaming it up Dr. Jack it. Sparrow. I was, Dr. F- I was uh, Pirate Fat Sparrow. I had it all through my fucking <laughs> shit. Uh, I would have been... Mate, the time we walked... It was like one o'clock, I think. Yeah. Um... When I walked into Chindra, well, I don't remember walking into Chindra Maccas, but I could just imagine, I'd love to see this, the footage of it. Oh. I'd love to see the footage of me staggering through Maccas, abusing the KFC roller door, because apparently I wanted KFC and, and the roller door was shut. And apparently I slammed it and went, oh, yeah, no. cunts, no, open wait. up. All open at the same time, which nuggets? McDonald's, Hungry Jack's, KFC. Maccas. Maccas, nuggets. Easy. Easy. I, don't, oh. I don't think I've eaten nuggets, nuggets anywhere else. Oh, KFC are the greatest yeah, nuggets in the, the world. Yeah. Aren't they really soft, but? Yeah. So oh, I like the harder delicious. texture. Yeah, I like the extra preservatives yeah, that are in the, one for sure. Red the Rooster does some good chicken now as well. Do you know what Red Rooster do? Red Rooster do fucking the best, like, I think everything. The chips are the best. Yep. Red Rooster chips shit on everyone. Um, their coleslaw is up the date. It is fucking woeful. It's just dry shit. Um, but their potato gravy is real. It's real good potato gravy. Do you like a potato gravy? They do that now at Red Rooster, which is red hot. And they also do, um, like, a, this is all pre-fucking gluten, when I could eat it, they do the crispy chicken, like a, a fucking crispy chicken, and you put it, your own cola sauce over it. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a weird bloke on YouTube called Greg that does reviews on, like, just yeah, right. fast food joints. One of the strangest humans I've ever seen in my life, and I'm addicted to his... 
<laughs> I'm addicted to his red cheek. Red. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that took a turn. What about his review, Paige? That is not coming out. <laughs> Do you like his reviews as well? <laughs> I'm addicted to his Pornhub channel. Uh, I'm addicted to his YouTube channel. Oh, is, is Red Tube still even a thing? Yeah, they very much so. Yeah. It, well, I don't know. I don't, oh, yeah. I've never been into Red Tube. I was always Pornhub. Yeah. Good back. Um, I'd be no good on those sort of channels. What's the, oh, it's KFC. Yeah. KFC or this? Oh, it's KFC, mate. KFC is the best. Oh, Why the, review anything else when you go, can't go past the best? The Wicker Wings are the fucking sense. Oh, mate, mm. the best. Yeah. Oh. All right, let's start this sports show. Oh, yeah, sports show. <laughs> That's right. I'm starting this week with the Shane Warne Legacy. Um, so if you go shanewarnlegacy.com, it's all about um, getting people to get um, hearts tested, trying to stop what happened to Warney happening to anyone else. All three of you just looked at me. <sighs> No, I'm going to get one. I'm going to go and get one. Um, yeah, yeah. They reckon after he died, the the test went through the roof. Yep. Um, and I think the legacy are going to beat the MCG for the MCG test and have have them all around the ground. Um, oh, they'll be going to ruin your on. fucking day. <laughs> yeah, ticker's gone. Sorry, mate. You better come with me. <laughs> Just have a lay down. What for? Don't you better? <laughs> I uh, I go every two years, mate. I go and walk on a treadmill at John Flynn Hospital. Yeah. Fair dinkum. I go and get a uh, get a cardiologist. Um, purely because when I had my um, what do you call it? Probably a medical. Like a when I had my episode in 2018, we haven't really crossed, but we will one day. Um, when I convinced myself I was having a heart attack all the time, I took myself to one, and just ever since then I've just had it every two years. Yeah, good yeah. habit. Yeah. Good habit. Yeah, it is. Yeah, mate, it costs you about 600 bucks, and you go out there and you walk on a treadmill. Um, they hook all the shit up to you. They make sure that you got no blockages and stuff like that. It's just a good thing to do. Um. And you can see how quick it can change someone's life. So yeah, shit, yeah. Warning, there was a lot of signs for warning too before that. So I, I think they need to, and they are, um, they're, they're going to teach the um, the little signs too, or, or the months leading up to to like one symptoms two. to look out. Yeah, for. there's a couple of little things you got to look at. And uh, so you can go to that that um, website, and you can just go and enter your email, um, become a legacy member, all free, and that, and you just get the updates of, of what's happening with it. All so real. His yeah. kids are doing it. Is that right? Yeah, all the family, kids, brother. Um, mm. Yeah, I think his brother's a driving factor too. So that's unreal, eh? Yeah, so go do that. Go sign up if you're interested, and everyone, you know, if you, especially if you're of some sort of age, gets get some tests. I'll be uh, I'll be getting one. Well, you remember when Kerry Packer, Kerry Packer had a heart attack playing polo on a horse, and he, he fucking died, right? And an ambulance just happened to be sort of I don't know if this ambulance was stationed there or was driving past or it was close. Yeah, and it actually had a defib in it. Oh, so really? it saved his life. Oh. So Kerry Packer bought every New South Wales ambulance. At that, this really? is back in those days. Can you Google when he had his heart attack? This was before they were a thing. They were like an experiment sort of situation. So Kerry Packer went out and bought every ambulance in New South Wales one, and they called them the Wacker Packers. Yeah, right. The Packer Wacker. I think they were called the Packer oh, Wacker. Packer Wacker. <laughs> and, and he put them in all the ambulances, and that sort of started the trend for defibrillators and yeah, yeah, right. I think there's actually another mob in Australia at the moment, or New South Wales at least. They're trying to make sure that there's access within five minutes of every citizen of New South Wales to access a defib. Wowzers! So like any, because everywhere's sort of got somewhere a little bit like the, even if you're in a little small town with twenty houses, there's a public shop which is a post office. They want one in there. They're trying to get one yeah, right. access to everywhere. 
Yeah, he, right. had, he had his heart attack in 1990. There you go. So they, mm. would have, they wouldn't have been cheap back then. No, they, they weren't. And they weren't common. They were sort yeah. of just coming on board. They always had in the hospitals like the yeah. things, the paddles. But yeah, they were the first. And now they're everywhere. Yeah, it's like yeah. three grand for a unit. Yeah, they are. That's a good one, Gibbo. Very yeah, well. good on you, Warney. Yeah, you're a fucking legend, man. I still, I still miss Warnie. Like, yeah. Isn't it weird that you feel like you know a bloke? Yeah. But like, obviously, because yeah, we grew up. Yeah, it was like that yeah for we everyone, did. Yeah. We did. Like, I'd never met him, never even come close to him. And him watched him play cricket. Fucking went up to his last ever game, at the, which turned out, sadly, to be his last ever game at the Gabba, which was for the Melbourne Stars in you know, 2020. Yeah. One of the boys met him. Kyrie met him yeah. in, the, in the sheds. Gave him a big hug and fucking... Maybe Warnie fucking told him to fuck off. Because <laughs> he actually walked up behind him and bear hugged him and lifted him off the ground and shook him yeah, a bit. Yeah, that's not it. He didn't know it was coming. Yeah, I don't think he liked it. Um, yeah, but that was fucking... That was, oh, we need to get that story out of him, actually, because it's a very funny story how that happened. What about this bloke? A billion-dollar deal for a, a fucking baseball pitcher. One of the most extraordinary contracts in pro sports history just got even crazier. Shohei Otani, the all-world two-way baseball superstar, has signed a $700 million, which is $1.106 billion Australian, contract with the LA Dodgers, but will be paid just $2 million a year while playing for them. The Athletic, the athletic first reported the bizarre structure of the contract, which will see Otani defer $680 million of his salary until the deal wraps up. So he will be paid $3 million a year, which is Australian money here. Houses. He will be paid $3 million a year for 2024 to, and 2033. So that's, that's how long he's there for. Yeah. Which actually playing for, while he's playing for the Dodgers and $103 million a year between 34 and 43. Jeez, he's going to do some living. <laughs> so they've wrapped him up. How long is that? 2024 to 2043. No one year. That's his contract. Nine years? No, that's 19 years. He won't be playing for those last 10. Oh, yeah, oh, till the end of, sorry. Yeah, so nine-year deal, but then he'll get that. Yeah, so a nine-year for, deal, and then yeah. he's got, for the, from 2034 to 2043, he's getting $103 yeah, yeah, million yeah, yeah. Dollars a year. <laughs> Are you fucking oh, serious? So much money, isn't it? So much Moose, money. Moose, tell us the bit that you came up with with the owner. So the owner um, who actually owns the team is only worth $700 million. So he's by the end of the contract, he will be worth more than the owner. <laughs> wow. I'd say the Dodgers are for sale. Wow. And uh, his contract is worth more than the whole playing roster, I think, of five other clubs. Okay. It's also, wow. it's also to the same value of the entire NRL salary cap <laughs> for five <laughs> seasons. Yeah. Mm. Five that. fucking <laughs> seasons. Yeah. <laughs> Steph Curry. Uh, that's without Melbourne's unofficial, yeah. <laughs> like off the books one. It's more money than Steph Curry and LeBron James have earned in their contracts. So you want to want him to come out and fucking tear a rotator cuff? Oh, like first year, son. Yeah, I wonder what I wonder what would be in the contract for that injury. That'd yeah, have to be something. That'd have to be something. That'd have to be. As it stands, a tiny a two-time MVP winner. Will be the seventeenth highest player on the Dodgers roster next season. He's not even the most dearest <laughs> fucking gee whiz. So I'd like to go into it because if you have a look at American sport, 
There's no sponsorship on any of their jerseys in the NFL, the baseball, the NHL, the soccer. Oh, I don't know about the soccer, but anything like that. There's no sponsorship on the jersey, so they they get their money by selling the number in the shop. So we sell a we sell a Dragons jersey. They used to be I just because I just know the Dragons. So they sell a Dragons jersey, St George on the front of it, like St George Bank was on the front of it, and all these other sponsors on it, like all these different things. And you go and buy a Packers jersey, it's got a big J on it and a number. Well, there's no incentive for sponsors, and the player normally gets a cut of their. Um, yeah, they do. Sales. So there's no like, if you have a look around the stadiums and stuff, there's not massive. There's like Budweiser or, or whatever Bud yeah. Light, like Moose likes to drink. There's there's no um, there's no massive like. Go to Australia. There's just fucking sponsorship everywhere because that's where the money is. Yeah, that's how we make our money is through sponsorship. So the the owners pay this. Is that yeah. how it happens? Oh, no, there's the to there's got to be the investors. T- the There'd have to be. The TV rights are huge. Yeah, but yeah. not worth. Surely it's not worth that much money, like seven hundred million dollars. There would have. There would be a lot. Like you think every country in the world's probably watching that? Mm. Like the NRL, we've got two countries watch it, maybe three. Mm. Um, so that would be enormous. What's the NRL one? Is it a billion dollars? Um, yeah, that'd be a billion know. dollars. Can, be can you have a look for years? The current, the current thing. I'm sure they were chasing a billion dollars. Yeah, it'd be a lot. It would be a lot. I'm not sure how else I'd get it, but obviously filling stadiums and forty dollars a beer will get you a fair bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that was that your mate. Yeah, for, surely yeah. that was the fucking they fucked that up. <laughs> surely funny. all them blokes are chugging beers and paying forty bucks American to fucking uh, for a beer. What, I'd love to know, like the basketball tickets. They reckon they can be unbelievable. Well, we looked at Packers actual... tickets to go to go over there in a couple of years' time and yeah. actually get to a Packers game and it was a couple of years out and we, we booked to go on a seat and stuff like that, mate. It was going to cost me, like, at least, I think it was like 700 Yeah. Just to go and stand in the top of that fucking stadium. <laughs> and I think, <laughs> well, I think it was a three-year wait. Yeah. Because I had to become a member, which I did. I've done that and then I, now I've got to yeah. wait. I can't just turn up. But they played, they played today in New York and it, I could have got a spot. To, yeah, right. to watch the Packers play in New York. And we got fucking beaten by the Giants. <laughs> On the bell. One of the worst fucking teams in the comp stitched us up. So <laughs> a defensive coach needs to fucking go. But anyway, moving on. What do you got next there? Did Moose have a question? Dan yeah, you're going to look for that NRL? NRL, $200 million a season. For the what? For the next two years. That's what they signed. Is that it? That's it. Fuck, we're terrible. But they'd say, yeah, they'll <laughs> sign them for... Once they do that, they'll do them for models. Yeah. So they must have been chasing a billion. So that's how much Nine's paying and then apparently with like radio rights and international it's a rights, it comes, comes to about 400 per year. Yeah, and you've got Fox. Fox would be a separate one. Yeah. Um, just before I forget, just a headline that's happened today. Netball Australia CEO Kelly Ryan resigns effective immediately. Good. We'd said that that's been a bit of a shit fight, so that's not... Have they been paid yet? not too big. Um, I think that, yeah, they think they come to a deal the other day. Okay, but there's their money in the bank? Um... Not sure. Not That's sure. the drama. Not sure. I dare say it would be now that they've they've signed off on it, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my next headline is Rising Australian All-Rounder Annabelle Sutherland Sparks Bidding War in the WPL Auction. Talk about money going out of control. Yeah. Australia's All-Round Annabelle oh. Sutherland has earned a bumper payday at the Women's Premier League Auction. Sutherland oh, is taken fuck. by the Delhi Capitals for 364000 after the Mumbai Indians all showed so showed considerable interest in the talented 22-year-old. 
Holy fuck. 364 grand. How good is that for a 22-year-old female cricketer? Amazing. That's a monster deal. You watch all these girls just jump out of AFL and netball and let's go. <laughs> fuck. Mate, that's phenomenal. And only Ashley Gardner has gone for a higher figure among Australian players, having attracted a price tag of 577000 in the inaugural auction earlier this year. Holy shit, 577 it's just Look, I'm not going to lie to you. I will not sit here and bullshit you. I've never heard of these chicks. That is fucking... That is unreal. <clears throat> unbelievable. Um, Sutherland's national teammate, um, Phoebe Litchfield, was taken by the Giants for 182000 Fuck. And then a few other girls, 73000 55, So is this 000. in India? This is the India's Indian Premier League? I believe League. so, yeah. Sutherland was taken by Delhi Capitals for 300... Yeah, so Delhi. Yeah. Mumbai Indians also showed... Yeah, that's what you said before. So just go down there, Moose. Along... along oh, yeah. Along, along with India's... Uh, fuck, I can't pronounce her name. Sutherland was equal top at the auction overnight. She was released to the Giants following the, this year's tournament. It's a lot of dough. I love Chicks it. cricket going through the roof. I've been lucky enough to play with a number of players in this squad, so I can't wait to join up with the team. I bet she can't. Yeah, that's keep, a keep lot going of down there. Fucking hell. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Just so she's a bowler? I've no idea what she does. Well, look. <laughs> so now she's rich. But she's fucking rich. Southern's national teammate, Phoebe Litchfield. Fucking 182, like you were saying. And the 55s. Yeah, but look, there's, there's people down there, just they're getting 55 grand a year as well. Yeah, Australians. That's, that's just for the. That's just that tournament. That's not. Yeah, well, how many games? Contracts. How many games is that? Forty-eight. Oh no, that's how many. No, 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 no. She's played forty-eight for Australia. No, it's just like the IPL. All right, no, I reckon they'd be lucky Ten? to play a dozen, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fucking mad. That's it's a lot like of the, dough. the big bash. Fuck, it's been shit. Off. I can't get into it, man. It's a lot of. Dough. I haven't watched the game yet. No, I've been trying, but I just, yeah. I just cannot force myself I'd, into it. Yeah, I just keep forgetting it's on. I honest. will. I will once, once I'm camping, like once we're away in the caravan and camping and shit. Channel Ten, isn't it? Oh, I watch it on Fox. Oh, is it on Fox? Yeah, yeah it's I'd, on mate, Fox. I'd usually just turn Netflix on these days. Just... Yeah, I'd YouTube and then fucking watch a lot on Fox, but I don't watch a lot of free-to-air TV if I can avoid it. Fucking hell. I just I just can't fucking get over that. That's a lot of money. Chicks cricket, obviously just going berserk at the moment. It's nuts. Well, I did watch I did watch the Big Bash the other night. Last night. Went to watch the Big Bash last night. Washed out. Uh, last night, not before. Washed out. Fucking washed out. So here it is. Vaughn. So Michael Vaughn, the pom. He actually, I like Michael Vaughn. He um, he's not. I don't. I don't believe he's biased in any way, shape, or form towards England when England are playing. I, I really like Michael Vaughan's commentary, and uh, and the bloke standing beside him, Gilly, is to me one of the one of the best fucking commentators in the world at the moment. Gilly, he's. I I, I really rate the bloke. Yeah, he's good. So they were playing in. I believe it was in Adelaide. Uh, Geelong, I think. The one yeah, sorry, it was. Up. It was at yeah. Geelong. So what it was, they had a couple. They had six point five overs, and the ball was going everywhere, and the batsmen were actually just going fuck. And you can see the batsmen <laughs> yeah. were actually nervous. Yeah. And when I started, well, I turned it on. Um, I, well, I turned it on as well the six point five overs. I turned it on around six point one. I think it was one ball into the seventh over. Yeah. And the batsmen were nervous, and I'm going, "Fuck, this bloke must be bowling quick." And they were like, oh, fuck, where's this going to yeah, go? They were scared. They were yeah. scared. Yeah. And the umpire went, mate, we're done here. Yeah. So what it basically was, they didn't say for ages. They are like, oh, it's dangerous and it's fucking, I thought, is it breaking up? And the pitch looked all right. What it was, it had pissed down rain all the night before, insufficient covers on the fucking pitch. Mm. So what Vaughn, Vaughn's was basically. Well, it was bouncing like a rubber ball. It was, it was all, bouncing, yeah, and, and it bounced off. Some stayed low. It was inconsistent. Yeah. And, that's the issue. and it was only one end. It was just one end. That's yeah. where the puddle was. Yeah. So 
Vaughan, Vaughan coming out at the end of it and just goes, this is crap. It happened in Sydney last year. It's happened in England a couple of times. In the day and age that we live in with Australian cricket and English cricket and all these different fucking places, how they don't have decent covers on fucking cricket pitches. Yeah. He, he, had a, he had a fair blow up and I, and, I, and I understand it. Now, what Gilly... So, Mr. Cricket... Um, Hussey. Hussey. Huss. Mike Hussey watching at home sent Gilchrist a text and goes, just tell him to play from the other end. Just say, <laughs> just bowl from one end yeah. all like a night. Yeah. But they cricket, oh, no, no, no. You can't <laughs> do that. We'll just cancel the whole fucking game. Like, that's fucking shit. The, all they had to do was restart it and go, right, I will bowl from one end. We'll go 10 overs each. Yeah. And then we'll at least get a game in. And give the fans something. Well, to not only that, fuck the fans. Get, get the points. Well, let, let's let's play a game. Do you know what I mean? Let's play a game. Yeah. Uh, but because it's cricket, oh, the traditionalists, Spirit. Would, the traditionalists wouldn't like us to come from one end only. So we'll cancel it all together and split the points. So then there was a bit of talk about it. We'll go back on and blah, blah, blah. And they said, right, well, the other mob gets six and a half fucking overs too from that end before we start that. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. yeah, but no, like, I agree. Like, how come we can't have – you're involved with the cricket moose. Why wouldn't we have better fucking – Coverage is in, in like this is like a pretty serious competition. Yeah, it's not one of the the main fields, but so? you, you'd think to to host something like the Big Bash <laughs> that you should have some it. sort of requirements yeah. to. Yeah, unless he didn't want to play and just put the bag of ice under it overnight. <laughs> I think it was a bit more. I think it was a bit more than a bag of ice. But yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. We'll just take him to the Oval next door and the synthetic. Like it's imagine that. All right, boy's going to play next door at uh, fucking Davy Warner at two hundred. <laughs> Concrete slab, Davey. Couldn't get his pads on quick enough. <laughs> he rang up the I'll plate. open, I'll open. I'll have a go, I'll have a go. <laughs> oh, mate, fuck me. And in bigger cricket news, I still haven't had a decent off spinner come forward and want to fucking bowl to me yet. Leggy as well. No, I don't care. As long as they're a spinner, I don't give a fuck. They're all cats. Whole lot of you. One dickhead fucking came in and said, yeah, I'm a, I'm a leggy. Have a quick look at him on um, YouTube. He bowls about 300. I said, yeah, fuck you, mate. I know what you're up to. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't happening. <laughs> yeah, but still listen up. If you're a offie or a leggy and you want to get uh, want to get on the vlog and have a bit of a go at me in the nets, reach out. Keen as fuck. Grass nets. Bitumen net. I don't care where you want me. I'm going to put you, you over. the streets of Mumbai oh, and still play. Smack them out of the fucking park <laughs> wherever I go. You spinners are all cats. <laughs> oh, what about... Oh, give up. What about this? Oh, fuck, Well, Massive news in curling. Okay. After a week of thrilling action, Scotland's men and Switzerland's women are victorious in the European Curling Championships. Excellent. What is, what is it? Curling. Oh, you got a rock with You've a handle on it. it? You've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surely you know. Well, let, well, don't try and make me look like a knob, mate. I'm all over the <laughs> curling scene. So basically there's one person that throws the curl. I believe they're called the curler. <laughs> There's probably a weird name here. Probably have to have a look at that. What's the name? Google that. What's the name of the cunt that throws the curling yeah. thing? It's basically it's a big, in the It's basically a rock kettle, and 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 it gets lobbed, and then two people just broom like hell, and they steer it. Well, they try. They try and steer it With towards. There's basically four big circles, and they try to get it to the blue zone and the red zone in the middle and win. Yeah. So massive competition, and it's huge in Europe. There used to be a curling. At, um, at Eleonora Really? There was a curling shed At Eleonora Next to Eleonora School On the left hand side Rollerblades or Well I think it was Roll it I think it was on uh, <laughs> I think it was Like synthetic I don't think it was a. Yeah oh, right I don't, oh, here, here we go what, what are they called? The lead 
Is that the it? Lead. Yeah, the lead, oh, the second, shit. and the third. Is yeah. that it? Yeah. That's just like lawn bowls. The lead. That's croquet. It's croquet <laughs> of the ice sports. Yeah. But they absolutely, like, there's a video here I've been watching. They absolutely go burke. Yeah, out, they do go nuts. They let out war cross. So what they do, the, the lead will let go of the curl and she'll go, hold, hold, <laughs> and they're just running beside it. And she's going, fucking hold. And she goes, bring me a cat, please. And they <laughs> scream. They just start fucking brooming. The second, and then, the second and third. Yeah, the yeah. second and third are just going. <laughs> they're going like a sixteen-year-old in his fucking mum and dad's basement, but just whacking it, and they're, they're just into it. And then when it completely misses everything, the lead abuses fuck out of him. Yeah. Well, point the thing in the right direction, yes, bitch. Yeah, I'm sure that's the, the most th- important part. So yeah, so uh, there you go. The European Championships coming out on top. Scotland men are the best curlers, and the women are are uh, the Switzerland women and best so, sorts too. There's but. Oh, yeah. So it's down as one of the oldest team sports in the world. It started really? off on a rock on a lake. Really? And now it's got like a it's got like a like a handle on it and yeah. it's, it's, it's I've got it's, a couple of miniature alcohol bottles in the shape of It's massive really? in Europe. It really yeah. is. I'll, I'll really? It's it's yeah, it's honestly as big as pigeon racing in <laughs> just, in, in, just you know, under overseas. Just yeah. under. Let's not get carried away. But there has been as everything I find, there's been controversial it's controversy in this year's competitions. Go up here, mate. Curler Brad Gushu rips world curling a new one for incompetence in organising Kelowna event. Look at this knob. Oh, he's not even a... He's a broomer. He's a second. He's a second. He's not even the dude. Oh, he's a Canadian too. So he's having a... So he got a bit of French team. So he's having yeah, a fucking yeah. age. Newfoundland skip Brad Gushu. Show, oh, no, so he's a skip. So he's the bloke that throws it. Shown at the World Curling Championships in April. It's not... It's not happy with... Is not happy? Or who's not happy? He's not happy with the conditions of the Pan-Continental Curling Championship taking place this week. So basically, he wanted a bigger fucking arena. So he's saying the little indoor section where they did this isn't big enough for his liking, and that's why he lost. Surely there's a standard size. Well, <laughs> surely there is a standard size. I'm guessing the size. field or whatever they call it, the rink maybe... Is is a standard size, but I don't think the actual. It wants more crowd. I think so. One of the, one of one of um, Canada's top curlers says the World Curling Federation planning and delivering of the Pan Continental Curling Championships taking place in Kelowna, BC, this week is an embarrassment to the sport and the competitors. Well, <laughs> if it means anything to you, mate, no one in Australia knows what the sport is. Uh, Gushu was angry about a number of issues relating to this year's event, including players having limited space to warm up and practice, <laughs> mm. largely because of the decision to hold the event in a community curling club rather than an <laughs> arena that is equipped with more facilities. Okay, so he's got half a point if they're talking about a community curling club. <laughs> yeah, so, so <laughs> these scones and stuff, huh? <laughs> they're, they're warming up in the uh, the autumn club. So the Pan-Continental yeah, Curling Championships at a community curling club. Yeah. The wow. way the WCF has run this week, it's a joke, he said. It's a big step back from the event that we had last year. I don't understand why they've gone this route. I understand you have to give teams a chance to qualify for Worlds and whatnot. I understand that. But I think there's a different ways this could be done. This is just the second time the event has taken place after being voted in by WCF's Member Association in 2021 as a way to improve competition and participation in the Americas and the Pacific Asia regions. Wow. So... I'm a little angry. He says he's fucking not happy. <laughs> last year's inaugural event, so it's the first one, so they've obviously turned it on for, yeah, the, for yeah. the first. So last year's inaugural event, 
which Gushu, fuck, I hope, I really hope I'm butchering his name. Where, because it'll piss him off even more, because he'd probably be a big massive listener to the show now that we're covering curling. Where Gushu won men's gold and Kerry Ennison uh, women's bronze was held in the, oh, there we go, was held in Calgary's Mark and McPhail Centre, where the Scotties, Bree and World Championships were all held during the curling bubble of 2020. <laughs> curling bubble of twenty one. In the uh, midst of the pandemic. Who wants to be caught in that bubble? Imagine being caught up. I was in a shit of a bubble. I was in New South Wales when the bubble was on <laughs> and we couldn't fucking go anywhere and I had to like look over a fence like a fucking like an idiot of the rest of my family in Queensland. Um, Gushu and Anderson's teams are also Canada's representatives of this year's tournament. The top five women's and men's teams qualifying the country at the upcoming World Championships this season. He really, he's really pissed off and feels let down. Look at, oh, look at him. Look at the crowd. Massive. One, two, three, four, mom oh, five. Mum and dad are there in the Yeah, mum and dad, the coaches. And let's face it, he looks like a knob that would whinge about anything. He <laughs> is a male Karen. Um, the guy beside him clearly wants, wants his job. Look at this guy, look. That guy's obviously the head broomer to his right. Look at him looking at him just going, fuck. Yeah, the second. Fuck, I hope this bloke blows up. He, he can leave. Imagine being caught in the curling bubble oh, in 2021. Oh, be a hoot. <laughs> you imagine it? I reckon I'd get bored after about three minutes of throwing one of those rocks. At I'd probably I'd fall over trying out. to skate. I'd just go, fuck this. No, there's no skate. You're on shoes. They're on shoes. No, they're on shoes. Oh, I thought they were on ice skates. No, shoes. Oh. Can't scuff up the, the field, mate. Yeah, that, whoa, that'd be sandpaper gate. Shoes would be even surely harder, that's, wouldn't it? Surely that's something that's going to – they rough up the bottom of their opposition's fucking rock. What's the rock called? The what, curl, what's isn't it? Isn't it, it the would curl? have to be the curling iron, curl. wouldn't it? I think it's the curl. It's got to be – well, it's called curling. Surely if it's called something else, they're off their fucking yeah, head. It'd have to be. What about here? There's a fucking – Curling stone. Curling stone. What about here? There's a fucking curlew in the car park. That sounds like oh, the, sounds like the predator. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There is, yeah. The other night when we were shit. The other, other night when <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, yeah, that's the, not the curlew. The other night when they were trying to wheel me into the fucking thing, I hear this predator noise. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then I hear this. If it bleeds, we can kill it. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I think that was the old guy in the antique shop yeah. again. Without weird, the antique shop guy. <laughs> I got official notice from the landlord that we've officially outweirded the antiques guy. He doesn't know what the fuck we're doing in here, so I've just told her, tell him we're having an orgy yeah. every Tuesday night. Dungeons and Dragons we're playing. It's yeah. oh, even better. Well, dirty. I just walked out the front and screamed, so that'd be... Yeah, we're getting covered. Hmm. We're getting covered. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that guy from Dungeons and Dragons down the road just come out and scream. <laughs> I, just, I don't know if you heard me. I just walked out the front and went, fuck this shit! You rolled a seven, that's why. Oh. <laughs> lost, lost me goblins. What's a seven get? I've got in, no in idea. You, <laughs> you, you do definitely, so. I've never. Definitely do fuck so. off, you have I didn't even know rolling hand, a seven was a thing. I didn't even know there was a dice in Dungeons and Dragons. Hand in my heart. I thought Dungeons played. and Dragons was a book. Is it a game? Yeah, it's a board game. We're all quietly looking at Gus. I'm Googling. I've had a mate that played it. Yeah, of course yeah, you did. Yeah. You, the grand wizard. Yeah. You two <laughs> have definitely met through playing Dungeons I've and Dragons. Yeah, I've never yeah, played. I agree. They have. Yeah, Gus. People that can't hear Gus, he just says he goes to the park on weekends <laughs> and reenacts medieval sword fights. So yeah. that didn't surprise yeah, me. Yeah, that's not surprising. That's not surprising. Do you wait? Oh, he's just showing us a picture of himself in his chainmail. I thought you were joking. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a real sword or are they timber? Is that? 
Oh, you That'd never, be blunt. You uh, never cease to amaze me, Gus. He does you not. You really do that. You go and fight many people. That's random. It's in a cup. I reckon he'd be a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no wizards, you just said. Stop being oh, a weird cunt. Yeah. They're not all weirdos. It's actually tradition. Do you do mm. the horse with the big jouster thing? Not yet, but you just give him the idea to. <laughs> we could do that here. There's jousting. We could be on one of the lawn bikes. Next year's Christmas party. <laughs> yeah. Next year's Christmas party. We could do it at the surf club on lawn bikes. Oh, jeez. Fucking oh, no. hell. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, Olympic swimmer Ariane Titmus reveals reason she went public with her ovarian tumor surgery. Um, Ariane Titmus steeled herself and braced to enter yet another battle. Um, but this time it wasn't the blockbuster race in the pool she was readying herself for. It was surgery to remove benign tumours that had been oh, discovered on her right ovary after a routine MRI and a troublesome hip. Um, a short hospital stay was required for the operation and the plan had been to keep the visit under wraps. However, those plans were thwarted by overly enthusiastic Hospital staff, oh. who Titmus believed would inadvertently leak the news of a stay. It wasn't until I was in hospital when nurses were asking me for photos and asking to sign things pre-op, which actually I, th- I think is quite uncalled for, she said. Mm. Uh, I was there with my mum and I was like, it's going to get out that I was in hospital with clenched teeth and a mind a world away. She feigned politeness and obliged to the eager nurses. Um, inside, though, Titmus was wrestling with potentially life-altering questions. Would the surgery be a success? Would she be able to have children? What might this mean for her career? I was told there was a risk and that because of the growth was so large that they could actually take the ovary as well. It was hard to put, put on a brave face and I was going into something that was quite scary for me and hadn't verbalised how scary it was. I'd never had surgery before and this was something to do... And this wasn't something to do with my sport... This was unrelated and could affect my life down the track. Mm. Um, She's a top chick. Oh, she is. Yeah, she is. Everyone knows how good she is. But um, she pretty much, in the end, she just said she'll take control of the narrative, thinking that it was going to get out anyway once everyone was getting selfies. So um, I'm someone who tries to understand where people are coming from. I know I'm a public figure and people look up to me and are inspired by me. But I guess that's just what comes with my life these days. So instead of waiting for the news of a health battle to leak, she decided to take control and tell the world herself via her Instagram account. I thought I'd rather be on the front foot and tell my story and turn it into a positive thing. So she's only twenty three. 
Yeah, super. She, she seems like she's been around a long time, Ariana. That that name, Ariana Titmus, it seems like it's been around a long time. I think she's only seventeen. She was seventeen. She, yeah, yeah. and she's yeah, she, a Hobartian, absolute mm. superstar. She is, and and what's the news, mate, with the kids and stuff? Can she? Uh, if they take I think her over, I think I think no, I think it was okay. I think the end. The end oh, that's good news. So yeah, far, that's good so, news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's. Um, I love I love the Australian swimmers. The Australian swimmers are all like the blokes are all so, sort of ochery. Yeah. Like they all love to piss and yeah. carry on like. Yeah, they do. I went to school at Grant Hacker. Grant Hacker was in my year at school um, up at Merrimack when I went, went up there for a couple of years. And uh, we all know he loves a tipple. Um, <laughs> <laughs> throwing band Grant Pianos around. Still love you, Grant. <laughs> he, he was a weapon. He was, he was like, and huge. Like a massive dude. Like when we were at school, we just knew this bloke was going to be like something or other. And I think he won... I think he won the 2000 Olympics, 1500, I, I reckon. Well, is, uh, 1500's just been, world records just been knocked off. Grant says. Yeah, it's the longest standing. Well, he uh, took he took Larry Perkins off. No. <laughs> Larry, Larry Kieran Perkins. Perkins. Kieran Perkins. <laughs> Larry Perkins, young Larry. Larry Perkins, Jack. <laughs> Larry, Larry Perkins is a fucking Castrol racing car. Uh, that's how fast Hackett was. He was quicker than Larry Perkins in a Castrol. Um, but Grant at school, I remember at the we used to go down and use the PBC school um, pool for the for the um, swimming carnivals and stuff. Yep. And he was racing people. Fucking, they used to put flippers on people and tie his legs together. Yeah, right. And he was just motoring past people. Yeah, he got me there on, on the turn. I reckon that's where he got me yeah. in year ten. I think he just got me on the turn. <laughs> yeah, but he was. A, I don't know, know him these days, but he was a fucking great bloke back in the old days, and he went on to be an absolute Olympic legend. Yeah. Absolutely, his his brother was like a full blown Ironman, Craig, I think, like just a, a freaky family, just a freaky sporting family. So I got one here: bizarre chicken shop meeting that saw Maloney snub roosters for the Cowboys. NRL Larrikin, Jay, I love James Maloney. Full disclosure, Mate, I'm absolute perler. I'm an absolute fan. NRL Larrikin, James Maloney is divulged private details of the drama that surrounded his family's unexpected move to Townsville. Thirty-seven-year-old. Won premiership to the Roosters and the Sharks. That's right. Fuck, I forgot he was at the Sharks for that. So yeah. the 37-year-old Jimmy won... calls himself Jimmy Wins because everywhere Jimmy goes, Jimmy wins. He's a fucking He's the best. Even, um, even overseas he won, didn't he? Yeah, he's he, the best. He didn't win in Melbourne. He's um, unreal. He, the 37-year-old won premiership to the Roosters and the Sharks and has been an assistant co- and, and has moved to be an assistant coach for the Cowboys. So, okay. So he's replaced Youngy. Yeah, possibly. Okay, yeah, must okay. be. Okay. Uh, the former halfback emerged as a highly sought-after coach after returning to Australia and had a part-time job lined up with the Roosters in Sydney. Look, he'd be a bloke you'd want around your team oh, because sure. young blokes would look after to Competitor. him. Competitor. Well, for he's sure. a character, but he's, he'd have a hell of a brain on him. Shit, yeah. I'd love to have a beer with him, and we yeah. will. We no Hopefully. doubt will now. Hopefully. Yeah, no, nah, we'll, 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 we'll get him. With his family, wife Jessica and four children settled back into life in Western Sydney, another door suddenly opened for Maloney he didn't see coming. The former footy show panellist has told Sydney Morning Herald it was a, only a chance meeting with player player agent Isaac Moses that planted the seed and potential move to North Queensland. Moses, who manages Cowboys coach Todd Patton, friend of the show, informed Maloney about the vacant full-time position at the Cowboys following Dean Young's departure. I can tell you who's not a happy man today is Todd Patton because the Packers got fucking beaten. We were both <laughs> blown up together about it. Um, so much so he didn't answer me text messages. He's very weird. I think he might have blocked me. Uh, answer your phone. Todd's still some coaching. <laughs> he might have been doing a little bit of footy coaching, I think. He'll answer me tonight and go, fucking quit texting me in the middle of the day, you lunatic. With the discussions moving at a rapid pace, Maloney's wife, Jessica, had to make the snap decision and uproot their lives again. 
with Maloney inking a two-year deal to be club's attacking coach. Mate, I love this. That's me too. Like, we've met the staff of the Cowboys. Me too. He's going to fit that. I didn't read it. Let's say in the article, didn't read it. This is outstanding. According to reports, decision left Roosters coach, coach, coach Trent Robinson stranded at the altar, but there is no ill will surrounding Maloney's decision to take. No, all those blokes know you've got to go where you're happy. And yeah, if he's well, happy, he, well, he, he makes good time. He got part-time to a full-time. Yeah. So full-time job in town. They can't, be, they can't be dirty. Why wouldn't you want to go up there work oh, with the likes? 100%. Yeah, but no, it's not. Townsville's a fucking hole. I like it. It's 400 like it. degrees. Oh, it is fucking man. hot. Yeah, it is fucking it's hot. It's a great town. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong, the people are fucking cool. Yeah. The town's cool, but fuck that. It is hotter than the sun. Yeah, give me there rather than Sydney. I was up there for the boxing in, like, when was that? And it was... Fuck Air, that. Aircon and a beer, mate. The Indian taxi driver told me he goes home to India in <laughs> summer so he doesn't have to. He goes, I said to him, I go, how do you go with the heat? And he goes, I don't know. He goes, I go back to India for winter every year. I cannot handle this shit. Exact quote. He was a great fella. And now I know he listens to the show because I've fucking got it on his phone. And I, I, and I go, I told him about the pod. I said, I've got a podcast to do with this bloke called um, Brent and, and um, Mox. And I, what are you, Blair, sorry, Blair and Moose. My two co-co-hosts, and I, I got I got on there and, and put it on his phone. So he goes, "I will listen to that," and, and and so hopefully he's listening. And if you do, you'll know what I'm talking about. Oh no, he'd be gone. He'd be in India at the moment for the winter. But fuck that. Fuck living up there in the heat. Yeah, give me that rather than Sydney. Are you serious? Yeah, Sydney. No traffic. I wouldn't live in Sydney either. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I spoke to Robbo, who had a part-time role for me here. Maloney said to SMH, he told me if if I couldn't. Find a full time role elsewhere. He had the next best thing for me at the Roosters. So, like, yeah. good on, good on, Robo for saying, yeah. mate. If you can't find somewhere, hundred percent, come, come, fucking, fuck. His missus looks like your missus. <laughs> Holy shit, she looks a bit like Sash. Me, yeah, wish I played footy like him. Is that how you got Sash with your chip and chase stories? <laughs> the double chip and chase. Oh, I haven't told it to her for a while. I might be due tonight. <laughs> it came out of the blue of the movie. I want to get to where the, where it says about the chicken shop. I had a, I had a chat with Toddy on the phone. Flew up the following week. And by the Friday, I had a job. I phoned Robbo when I got to the Cowboys job. He said he was always happy to have, have a chat if any, um, down, a, down a track for questions about coaching and stuff like that. Maloney left the NRL in 2019 following two seasons with Penrith and spent the next two years playing for Catalan in the English Super League, helping them to a 2021 Grand Final uh, that they lost to the mighty St. Helens. Oh, so he said he was at the chicken shop and bumped into Isaac Moses That's there. where he into Isaac, yeah, yeah. 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 But he just like Todd. Todd, so like we know Todd, and and he's really fucking relaxed and laid back. And and I'd like to like if you've got an opposite a position to go up there. Thurston's up there. Like you're going to work with some, great club. You're going to work with some great people at a good club. Great club. Yeah, yeah. one town club. Sensational. New, yeah. everyone's new facilities. You. Yeah. New stadium. Everyone's behind yeah, that's you. Stadium. We're going up there. Broncos Cowboys game. We're going up. So it's going to be. Um, I'm looking forward to that. I'm really looking forward to going up there. All right, what do we got next? Moosey, you can take this one. You so, found it. The entire Tigers board is gone in a bombshell as ex-chairman left, upset and disappointed. <laughs> what didn't he see it coming? <laughs> so the entire board has now been dismissed in a stunning move. So the chairman, Lee Hag. Uh, Haggy Pantelis. <laughs> Haggy Pantelis, Ooh, the chief executive. And Justin Poke. Pasco. Oh, Pasco went as well. Yeah, both uh, departed the club. Well, I'd never heard of um, Hagapentis, but sorry, ha- oh, I can't even fucking say it. Sorry, I'd never heard of Haggy Patelis. 
but Pasco was always one of the news. It was always yeah, they, just, the CEO, they yeah. just hammered Pasco the whole fucking time. I've never heard of the chairman. chairman. Uh, it's probably because no one in the media wanted to tackle his last fucking name because that just hurt my heart. <laughs> and I'm not being disrespectful to him. I just can't say it. But I'd never heard of him. It was always Pasco, Pasco, Pasco. Yeah. So Lee, Lee held role for four years. And apparently the the um, members have voted in and now they've put in an interim CEO. Okay, so oh, and, and his legal firm, Bryden's Lawyers, is the yeah, time he's made a sponsor, sponsor right. for a million Yeah, that's season. right. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah, right. Might be the reason why he stayed in the role so long. Possibly. <laughs> no, isn't that Pasco? I thought Pasco <clears throat> was the was the guy from Bryden's Lawyers. Oh, I don't know. Reading I that looks like Didn't it's... they sponsor the Blues too, Bryden's Lawyers? I think for a while they had Possibly. Bryden's on the front of the Blues jerseys. His shock departure comes after his report last week that was concerned <clears throat> Bryden's Lawyers may not renew its deal as a major sponsor. Ah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so they've gone, right, right, you're going, you're all fucking going. So might be chasing a new sponsor too. New sponsor, couple of whole new board. Look, a bit of short-term pain for a long-term gain. They might pick up yeah. some really fucking, really cool people and might get some people back to the club who used to be there. And, and you know, make, that's something that opens up for old boys to go back. You know, yeah. Scotty Prince and blokes like that, like someone who might want to go back. Um, the, you know, we know a guy. Right. Like the, anyone from the old days might go, let's go back and get the Tigers going again, you know. What do you think about it, trying to sign players now? Well, who's going to go there? Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I, I really don't know what's going to happen, but I don't <clears throat> can't say it's a, a bad it's move. A they've been they've been getting worse, not better. So you never want to see anyone sacked, but um, I don't know. Maybe something just had to happen there. So basically, the 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 Magpies, the Tigers, the Holm and Barnes group have got together, and they've just gone. Let's just fuck them all off. They'd have a plan, mate. There's no way in hell you can sack an entire board in the off season and not have a plan about who's going to run it. They're pretty bad. <laughs> It'll be Buzz Rockfield. It and is Gus. Ro- canteen lady. The good thing for them is it's rock bottom. This is their rock bottom. You this have, is it. You have this to hit rock bottom. They've hit rock bottom now. You're yeah. spot on, mate. This is what yeah. I mean. They, it might be something that had to happen. Well, it is something that had to happen, and now they can rebuild. And Tigers fans are passionate as shit. Benji's yeah. so, first year as senior coach. Yeah, what a nightmare for the poor bastard. Yeah. The two, talk talk the, about a lay. I love Benji Marshall. Oh, Fucking very, good very Players and that will come if they can fix this. Their main two signings need to be. Exactly that. Well, Chairman and CEO. That needs to be their more first two players, targets. Yeah. Well, Paul, that is Paul more Kent's, important right Paul now. Paul Kent doesn't have a job. He knows a lot about football. No bait was taken. I kind of forget what he did. So I, I, yeah, <laughs> shit journalism for a long time. I forget, yeah, I forgot what it was. <laughs> uh, just touching on the best sprinter in Australasia at the moment, uh, Imperatives. Autumn campaign revealed by Tiakau Racing. Star Mare Imperatives will be aimed at the major Group 1 sprints in Melbourne and Sydney next autumn with connections resisting the lure of international offers for the time being. Tiakau Racing said it's received a number of international approaches for invitation for next year for Imperatives, who took all before her in 2023 with six Group 1 wins. Um, we've worked diligently through the various options available to our special mayor. Our guiding principle is always to make decisions based on what is right for, for her and continued well-being and longevity while maximising her further opportunities to win at the elite level. Um, once safely through the Lightning Stakes, Imperatives will defend a Group 1 William Reed Stakes crown at the Valley and then contest a Group 1 ATC TJ Smith Stakes at Royal Randwick. She'll then return home to Tiakau Stud for a well-deserved spell. So she'll be sticking around, won't be going overseas, probably win those big races um, in the autumm and uh, she's a bit of a freak. Give a question without notice, mate. 
Melbourne always been the the premier in Australia for horse racing, right? <clears throat> yep. And now um, Volandi's got into Sydney, got the Everest, made it probably the well, it's the it's the biggest race in Australia now financially. I yeah, think, yeah, the Everest, yeah. Right. So Sydney are really coming leaps and bounds, and they're they're probably not as big as Melbourne yet. Um, all depends where you are. It's really now it's prize money and all that. They're probably bigger, yep. but it just depends where you are. Like I'm just not. Personally, I'll bet in I'll bet in Melbourne b- before Sydney every single week. Okay, I, that's just me. I've just always yeah. liked. I love Flemington. Um, so I'm just not a big like Sydney, New South Wales racing. Just happy to be themselves and yeah, yeah. not really care about anyone else and just keep. They've just built. They've got all these million dollar races, but they're just they're not great. Some of them they just throw massive prize money and they still don't get great fields. It's just um, so I'm not sure if you can answer this, and if you can't, we'll yeah. whatever. Can you see like a massive businessman getting or woman getting involved in in Brisbane and 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 them having to to rival like the Brisbane have their big carnivals to rival down the track like say five years time to rival Sydney and do they have the infrastructure up there to do it? Nah, nah, I don't think Queensland will Queensland will match them. Um, They'll just keep doing what they're doing. Yeah, Gold, mate, Gold Coast have just spent. Yeah, a lot. Like, there's tens of millions upgrading there. They've sort of done every room and function and that there now. Yeah. And the, the last bit to go in was the new the tracks. Track. So Are now they, they raced got, on there yet? Yeah, they raced last weekend. They first did. Weekend, was, was first weekend back yeah, on turf. It was off the poly, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So first week back on the turf at the Gold Coast. Now did they'll you get give to it, that? No, that was a day after. Our oh, it was thing. a day yeah. after. Okay. But they will now give it a few weeks rest and then they have the wave day, which is about the 7th. Six or seventh. Is that the one where the horses escaped last year and ran down the road? No, no, that was oh. the, that was before Magic Millions. Magic Millions, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll have the wave day and then they'll back it up with Magic Millions. Both of them will be on the turf, so it'll be the the next two race days. Will yeah, be yeah, three yeah. and four weeks away, I think it is. So, so you're gonna have to. Have a look so at they'll that. mate, they're they're making a run because they'll be they'll start having some night racing now. There'll be lights going at the Gold really? Coast, so there'll be where some night all, racing. Where does all this coin come from? Uh, between the club and Racing Queensland, racing yeah. like Racing Queensland helped with Eagle get Eagle. So Farm they're trying done. to make the Gold Coast Turf like the biggest racetrack in, in Queensland. Well, they're trying to like Gold Coast will, will hopefully get some more metropolitan meetings. They get about eight okay. main sad days, like yeah. actually where they're the main meeting main in Queensland. Meetings. Yeah, yeah. So because they race every mate, Saturday, with, don't they? Yeah, they race pretty much pretty much every Saturday, every Saturday week, yeah. nearly every Saturday. So hopefully now with this track, like this is state of the art. Yeah, the Poly Track is going to be a sensational training track. Yeah. Is it so, Sir Walter? I think no, no Kokuya. Is it really Kokuya? Oh yeah. no, you get Coochie the mama. So yeah, you get the moss in it. So it'll be <laughs> Kokuya. My grandfather spent a lifetime spraying that shit. <laughs> is that because the horses won't fucking eat it? And we and we actually got uh, Navesh Randani, who was Randwick's course curator. He's he's been up here now for nearly two years. And okay, so that was a, that was a win getting him massive. Massive. Yeah. He, he, he could be the best in Australia. So yeah, right. Mate, Gold Coast are making massive steps. You've now got. Eagle Farms consolidated that track. Gold Coast getting this track. Like Queensland are making as well. Queensland are making ground. Yeah, it is one it's yeah, like it's Queensland's getting better and they're trying more things. Yeah, we just, where the glasshouse is is going to be a motel. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. all mate. Yeah, there's so the much plants. mate. There's so much more there, stuff coming. For, we were up there for the Men's Matter Day and the um, the chairman bloke. He was showing me the. What the, yeah. the plans that are coming? Holy yeah, mate, hell! There's, there's a it's gonna be flat. There's a stack. So I mean, Queensland's getting better all the time. Yeah. But we're a long way off. Um, yeah, there's no Volandis the, on the on the at the moment. No, there's been yeah. there's just been a change. So yeah. like there is there is hope, but it's um yeah it's just money, governments. Yeah, yeah. There's so many little things that go into getting yeah. it all right and being able to push it, push extra up. But mate, we're going better than we used to be, Queensland. 
So we're heading the right way, but it's um, it has been a really weird world in racing for the last sort of five, six, seven years. It's been yeah, yeah, <laughs> ever changing. So it'll keep changing and probably look completely different in ten more years. Well, I've been informed. I've still got another twelve months to go. I'm a band from the Twitter of a jockey club. You know, the new chairman being a flop, <laughs> um, and I'll be back in there for next year. So uh, you'll be able to have a beer with me at the, at the Melbourne Cup in 2026 at the Moorabah Racecourse. Thank you, Damien. Bring back Bernie. Uh, my uh, my posters have been removed from the gate, and I'm, I'm looking to fucking get a banner up there. Let's make Murbar great again with a picture of Bernie on the next side of it. <laughs> oh, you'll like this one. You'll like this, Kaz. We talked about. I told you how Cantlay was Cantlay was the most boring golfer in the world. Yeah, you did. You ripped right into him. Actually. Yeah, mate. So, shock revolt. Did he do a fist bump or something? <laughs> yeah. Hey. Shock revolt claims it. Um, Exposed PGA's most powerful man and how he sparked a $1 billion revenge. So through the week, John Rahm, arguably number one, two in the world for a a while now. He's gone and signed with Liv. Oh, right. Yeah, so he signed with Liv. Big coin as well. Yeah, this says the immense influence of polarising star Patrick Candelay on the PGA Tour has been blamed for triggering the shocked affection of Masters champion John Rahm to Liv Golf. And for putting golf merger talks in serious jeopardy. Ram oh. confirmed his departure on Friday in a deal that will reportedly see the Spanish world number three earn up to one billion Australian for joining the Saudi back <laughs> circuit. The move shocked the golf world and Talk while exposing the poor baseball. health of merger negotiations between the PGA and Live Golf Golf's paymaster, the public investment fund, with Cantlay being no small factor. Far out. A billion dollars to play golf. Yeah, how's that? And they're blaming old mate for being boring. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, so, so the PJ are now saying, oh, this bloke's boring. No one wants to play with him. Is that what they're saying? <laughs> no, no. He's gone and he's gone. Once a heavily um, rumoured live golf target himself, Cantlay has suddenly become a powerful key figure in the PGA Tour via his lofty role in its new policy board. Oh, it is no. there that he is said to be heavily pushing against turning of a framework agreement between the PGA Tour and PIF, which is what they just said um, yeah. is live, to merge into a reality. So he's putting sort of a halt to that. Instead of courting, he's courting other private investment and gaining the likes of Tiger Woods and Jordan Spieth as his allies. Now a high-ranking official has blamed Cantlay for leading a player power coup that has seemingly soured negotiations and forced PIF to throw the bank at Ram to join live. So he's a boring flog. Who wants to keep the PGA boring flog? Sort out is he's chase instead of him trying to do a deal and come together and make oh, it all work. He's he's trying to keep it the other way. I'm and a traditionalist now, too. You know, yeah. You know, I don't believe they should be screaming shit out of golf holes when they're teeing off. But when you go you go to live, you know the 13th hole or whatever it's going to be is going to be a party tee. Yeah, and people are going to be throwing cans at you. Yeah. you sign up for that. Yeah. and you get paid a lot. So that's fine. That's good luck to them. And to be fair, PGA do that too. They do PGA do it now. Phoenix have definitely got it. Um, well, I did it in Brisbane. The three or four like, Brisbane do it. Yeah. So, so the old mate's just a knob. This can't lay. Yeah, he, oh, he and is. he's not very well liked. He is, and I just I can't believe he's ended up having this much power. I didn't yeah. realize he'd joined yeah. that policy board, but that's. So yeah, they sort of thought they could get a deal together between the two and somehow have like a merger that will make it all sort of. Well, they were they would about. all be together, but yeah. they play tournaments together. Yeah, and inter, now inter. he's trying to get it cut down. He's already won now in inter intercomp. Um, they can still go, you know, like guys like, um, oh, they probably can't play on the, oh, they, they've no, played the majors. The majors the are majors separate. Are separate. Yeah, so they're playing the majors. Yeah. But 
the big issue is I think that the the live blokes now can't get world rankings. There's yeah. only certain ga- certain. It's like anything, things they can mate. Get it for for a billion dollars, I would. five or ten years time, this will all be done and dusted, and this will be all. Do you reckon Liv just buys everyone? That's what's going to happen. Well, that's what they're saying now. They weren't going to, but now they're like because yeah, well, they're they're putting it. They'll just go. Well, we'll just pay. They'll just go. They fuck have this. unlimited funds. They can pretty much just keep targeting. Yeah. That the latest rumors I heard. How are they unlimited? Because of the oil. I think so. Yeah. So what happens when electric cars come in? They might be all fucked. Well, I did might, hear. It might be the end of live. I did hear the rumors. Um, I can't find it now, but uh, I know Tony Finau. He's one of the world's best. He's he's rumored to be joining shortly. And there was another one. So they reckon there might be another two in the next week. Fire Go over. Out. Yeah. Tiger won't. They want him for a billion. He yeah. said no, didn't he? Yeah, he, yeah, he won't. It's going. be tough to say. Um, Gus is drinking one of your... Um, He's loving it. <laughs> what's it called? Need a bit more carbon in it. <laughs> Gus is drinking a carbon neutral beer that Gibbo's been trying to give away. We've got guests coming in after this episode. We've got it for they can try it. We'll Christmas see. episode. They'll again. like it. <laughs> no one wants to drink They'll it. They'll like it. <laughs> I'm excited right. about uh, about Christmas, Gib. Are you? Yeah, January shows. Yeah, I think they come together pretty good. Yeah, I think they come together pretty well. We've got a few surprises up our sleeves for January. Yeah, you'll uh, you'll still hear us on Wednesdays and Fridays for the month of January, but we'll be back in February, the first Tuesday in February. We'll be back in the studio having a crack, and uh, but we do have some entertaining shit coming up for the four weeks while we're off. We uh, we're, we're human. We need a break. Um, we certainly need some time off just to fucking get it with our families yeah. and, yeah, and shit, cruise yeah. around. It's not just you coming here on Tuesday night and just record. This is the easy part. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's been a big it's year. Fucking, it's been a big year. It's nearly, well, it's virtually seven days a week to get yeah. here on a Tuesday with with stuff that goes on. And um, it good, it'd be good to have that month off just to yeah. re- reset. Fuck and off just, and leave me alone. Yeah. Um, our um, for event stuff will still yeah, go on that, throughout January, which is it's going to have to happen because yeah, we've got a lot of stuff that, going on with the box. That's sort of been an unexpected sort of. Um, and I'm last enjoying few it. Months. I'm enjoying that. We're um, meeting up tomorrow night. We're gonna yeah. we're all meeting on the Gold Coast to to rattle out a bit of a plan. Oh no, Thursday night. Sorry, rattle out a bit of a plan and see where we're going and what we're doing. Yeah. Seeing the going to see the the area where you're going to knock Cam out. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be fun. Get to pick your dressing shed. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Actually, looking forward to Thursday night. <laughs> that should be fucking. Well, you're going to drive. Yeah, I'll be driving. I won't be drinking. <laughs> I will not be drinking. But yeah, no, we just really appreciate it. Yeah, so we've got a couple of guests coming in after after this that you'll hear about um, in January, which are two young, exciting gentlemen. Yes, yes. But uh, I wouldn't want to root both of them. They're in a bit of strife here. One sent me a message, what do you want to do? I said, loosen up your brother's ring hole. I reckon he looks all right. <laughs> couple of good-looking roosters. Just some tips for Ladbrokes, of course. Um, Ladbrokes Mate Mode. Got to download the app to get it. Down the bottom right, just go to Mates Mode. Two flogs, all capitals, one word will get you in. It was an absolute fill-up on the weekend. The bets turn green when they win. And it was actually a bit of a laugh set the other. There was that many blokes. Every, every time a bloke had a bet, they won on the weekend. We've, we've had weekends where it's the opposite, but uh, you take them when you can get them. Just one bet on Wednesday uh, Brisbane race five number fifteen Lightsell around three dollars ten as I'm speaking. Forget it, ran around on debut, just had no luck there. Got a horrible ride last start. Went all the way back in a in a really slow run race. Impossible task. I think this race sets up better. About three dollars. I'll be having something on race five number fifteen Lightsell. All right, mate. Well, I'm pretty flogged Sweet. out. Yep, flogged you, out. You're all flogged out. Done. 
Sports show done. And I tell you what, we probably should drink in the future because we're both boring as batshit on the sober, on the sobriety, aren't we? All right, only one walkout blow up today. That was me, so it was a win. Hopefully that doesn't make make the cut. The Thanks, ant- BT. The antique, antique bike up the road, shit himself like I'm storming out and yelling in the car park at myself and Curlews. Oh, fucking hell. Righto, remember, talk to your mates, check your balls. If you're going to flog it, flog it like it's not yours. Thank you.